So yeah, what's going on, y'all? This is the Hip Hop Professor Man on another weekly episode of No Fucks Given, man. Joined with my co-host Hoffa J, and we got a special guest today, man. Special guest. Know this brother from uh, my time at Johnson and Wales University. Um, one of the best chefs I know. Hey, says a lot of interesting things on social media. Some I uh, most I usually agree. Every now and then I have my difference of opinions, but none of more. But nonetheless, I really respect a lot this man has to say. So I want to give a um, shout-out to my man, Cordero. I'm not going to put your whole government out there. What's going on, man? What's going on? What's going on, man? Thank you for joining us this week, man. I'm happy you're here. So I'm going I'm to I'm roll this show. I'm going to let you just – you're going to roll with us like you just part of the crew. All right. So um, we're going to jump right in. The, the, first, the first thing we're going to get at is uh, my, my favorite segment. Get the fuck out of here. Man. It's been it's been a lot going on this week. I mean, uh, what have y'all seen? In terms of get the fuck out of here? Mm-hmm. Well, you already know how I feel about Mason fucking Rudolph. Man. Shit. Man. And really... And really... Black-ass NFL. I was about to, about to say, I, I think the NFL just takes the cake. Yeah, it's a it's a no, get the fuck out of here for NFL. On the I got home. it because it's it's between the Mason Rudolph and Miles Garrett that craziness, and then it's Colin Kaepernick workout. Colin Kaepernick, I'm sorry, Colin Kaepernick, his workout or the media stunt. I don't know what that shit was. Yeah, I, just, it, I feel like you shouldn't need to write a thesis to understand the man trying to get back into the league. It shouldn't get this complicated, and I feel like every time. With this brother, that's what's happening, and I'm 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 tired of it. It's really well, I strange. mean, my thing is with the NFL is that they constantly moving the needle on, so they always telling him to do one thing, and then it it constantly shifts. So he, they everybody's talking about he needs to be more strategic and not be so combative. But how are you supposed to be strategic when there's no uh, set bar for you to reach? You know what I'm saying? It's constantly moving for that man. I just feel like it's always something, yeah. It's always something. And to me, yeah. that that in itself just echoes the um the issues with that with that system, man. That that speaks to systematic oppression right there. If you can't just if you just can't be yourself, something's wrong. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And and not just the NFL. Um, I kinda wanna give it to the to the fans of the NFL too, in particular the black ones, because um I was really disgusted, disgusted, disgusted when I woke up Friday morning to first take, and Rex Ryan is was like the only white man I know that had the that had the audacity to um to say that this was the most outrageous thing he's seen in a modern era of football. Like we didn't see a man step on another dude's face with cleats. Like we ain't seen dudes guillotine and you know what I'm saying, guys. You know, in football games, like we ain't seen dudes take it out on stretches. You know what I mean? We seen some guys get into a little cat fight, and he pretty much got jumped. I mean, shit, Miles Garrett was him against, you know, whatever the Mason Rudolph, whatever that punk's name is. Mason Rudolph. <laughs> Red Nose Reindeer. I'm sorry. My fault. That's all good. I was no. about to get to you and be like, what you think about this? But, um. No, I'm mad about what I seen this morning. Cop in Arizona. Gonna, gonna jump on the dude. Okay, so. So Charlamagne gave the cop donkey of the day today. <clears throat> gave who donkey today? The cop in um fucking Arizona. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. So we'll get to that. But we gotta. 
but before you get to, before we get to that, we gotta we gotta finish off the NFL and, and his fans because this is ridiculous. And, and really, I want to be real clear here because I know when this PC culture, y'all like to take people's words out of context. That's why I let it show. You can run this shit back. You can hear me real clear now. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gotta you ain't gotta have a graduate level degree to understand the words I'm using. You got common sense and ears. I want you to hear me. Be real clear what I got to say. Miles Garrett is wrong for what he did. That was unsportsmanlike. Absolutely. But we're going to talk about escalation of force. Force only gets escalated if a conflict starts. And he didn't start the conflict. Exactly. He ended it. He ended it. <laughs> he, he ended it. Now, some of y'all are a Kleenex salt, but you don't like how he ended it. That's fine. I respect that. But what you can't tell me is that you're going to punish one man for being in a fight, which takes two parties. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? So we, I, I, I agree. He escalated it too much. But you know what? Somebody shouldn't have started it. And you have, and you have to get that part. You're looking at the fish, but you're not talking about the poisonous water that the fish was in. And y'all do that a lot with us. You look at us, you tell us that we're wrong, we're doing something bad, and you never look at the situation that God is there to begin with. Like, did Miles just go on the field, take his helmet off, and try to bash his head out? Or was Miles tussling back and forth and Mason actually reached for the helmet first. And then, and, and to be honest, Miles just did – Miles was just the bigger man and just wanted to fight. And it seems like a lot of y'all just like to uh, side with the victims. I, feel, I, I mean, more to that point, I feel like a large portion of that whole fight that people um, seem to, you know, uh, want to omit mm-hmm. is the fact that after Miles pulled his helmet off, he's backing away. So he's literally backpedaling while the other big dude is in his face. Mm-hmm. And Mason Rudolph is literally lunging at him. So as he's notes. lunging, right. So as he's lunging at him, then mm-hmm. he swings the helmet because his right arm is trapped between him and the big dude. So he ain't got nothing else to swing but the helmet. Yeah. So and hold that, fool. <laughs> and let's talk about psychology. Like, bro, all that testosterone going, he got one arm, it got something in it. It's swinging. I'm sorry. If and you were both, fighting for your life, you're going to swing with whatever hand you got, too. And both the people right in front of his face was opponents. It wasn't mm-hmm. homies. <laughs> and if they he was so concerned about head injuries, injuries. Uh, Hayward kicked Miles Garrett in the head. It may not have been that hard, but it was a kick. And he also Superman punched him in the head twice. So nah, if y'all so concerned head. about um if y'all if y'all oh, so man, concerned man. about head injuries, I mean, what about that man's head injury? Indefinite <laughs> suspension is insane. He this is besides the, this is besides the point, and it's a little bit ignorant. But I want that to go on my team. Nigga. He's swinging punches at helmets and stomping and shit. What? You talking about Hayward? I mean, yeah, man, that was a good that's line. Man. Of, I, I will acknowledge that. Allow you need. <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact. He was he was ready for it. But, uh, but Mason is not the kind of teammate you need. Nah, he did. He and I, I know we don't want to. Nobody likes to hear it, but I gotta bring the race card into it. And uh, he's go ahead, go ahead. A privileged white kid, man. Like his whole story, everything I've seen or read is this ain't new. This is him. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. 
It is. I don't, yeah, I don't know too much about Mason. I really don't care to know that much more. I don't really watch football like that no more. Shout out to Lamar Jackson. We got to figure out a segment to highlight brothers like you and other people in general are doing great things because, yeah, he's burning the NFL up. But Bro, and they said he was a running back. You mm-hmm. heard? Yes. Mm-hmm. Always trying to put us in different positions. When you get to the NFL, he just playing wide receiver. All right. Right. Shit is trash. But let me close okay. this out. Okay. NFL and the black supporters. The fuck the ones that here. always want to put us, one, always so quick to want to punish us. Y'all can all get the fuck out of here. Kick rocks, brothers. With bare feet, please. And I hope they got spikes in them. Ooh. Hey. So, yes, Mr. Pro- Cadero, tell us what happened this morning now. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it's, okay, so Charlemagne gave this cop in Arizona donkey of the day. Okay. Gave a cop donkey of the day. He jumped on a teenager, a Jump black on a teenager, teenager that has okay. no arms, whoa, and no legs. Oh, holy shit! And that video happened months ago, and the okay. police department just seen it yesterday. Damn, why they just seen it yesterday? Yeah, what the fuck? Who knows? And where's this kid's parents? They both live. They both live in a group home. So their parents couldn't. Ah, uh, gotcha. Damn, it's crazy. All right, all right. That was some bullshit. Like, what is the bullshit? Is it what Charlemagne did, or is it what oh, the cop oh, did? No, no, what the cop did. I'm like, oh, Dude. facts. Oh, yeah, okay, 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 gotcha. Got no gotcha. arms and no legs. Come on. <laughs> and right. then, the dude had a nerve to put his hands behind his back. <laughs> I'm like, what? what? That's crazy. I'm like, I think. I think we talked about this earlier on a, on an early episode, man. I I really try to cause I cause I know police officers, you know. I actually had the opportunity to sit down with the uh with the chief of police at UNC Chapel Hill, good brother. Um gave me a lot of great responses. Um and I and I and I like to think um so far, I always go Tarios, but you know, I said that I'm gonna sit back and watch and let him do his job and um and not be so critical for a change. But um Damn, it'd be hard, bro, to, to like really root for the cops because it's just like you just keep getting reminded of how much bullshit is still out there. Yeah, and it's like it's like five percent of the police are the good ones. You know what I mean? Like, dang. Listen, I y'all already know how I feel about them cops. Fuck them niggas, man. Fuck them niggas. But you know, I'm gonna you play see what your man, you, you see what your man Bloomberg just came out and said, right? I, I did. Live it's so funny you said that. That's next thing I was going era. to. Word. So I lived completely through that. So yeah, they could suck my dick. All so, the <clears throat> I want. I, I kind of want to stick on that for a little bit though with Bloomberg, right? Because I feel it's it's kind of it's complicated for me because Bloomberg was the mayor of New York, and I always say I feel like New York is like the we like the empire. We're like the premier of the United States. Like we are. We set a bar. When you leave New York, you go to the United States, and you see how messed up this country is. When you're in New York, it's almost like. You're in a utopia, and, and even New York is, is still far from perfect. But compared to everywhere else, we a lot ahead of him. And he and I, and not for nothing, he did manage that. So, I wasn't mean, wasn't it Giuliani that started stopping first though? Ju- oh, Giuliani was the one that cleaned up New York. Remember, he he came in, in the '80s and he was the he started it. Yes, he started more yeah, than stopping okay. frisk. I'm just saying he was the one that wanted to stop and frisk to go full fledged in New York the way it did. Yeah, Ju- after because um, you remember he got all his jewels off of the Gotti mm. um, indictment. 
So he was hype off the Rico law. He got that pushed through. I put Gotti in jail. I didn't so know that. OD hype off that, and he still is. I know he got. I know. Uh, I know. Amadou Diallo is on his watch. You understand what I'm talking about? But I don't know, man. It's um. I haven't really. Uh, I've been so disgusted with the Democrat Republican Party. Um. I don't really you pay just attention. Just say politics, but... bro. Just say politics. Yeah, that you right. Shit is whack. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That that's a big fact. That's a big fact. But um, I don't know, man. I I guess at this point, I mean, he did apologize. Do we do we ever get to a point where we start to be like ah? Uh, but he's apologizing for something he really he's had about, no part in. Well, did, he did just he running no for president. Yeah, like he stopped it. He did. He was he under did. his watch that he stopped it. So That's he's running too. for president. So he's playing that nice guy's shit. I stopped stopping Frisk. It was a bad thing that went on and all that. But it wasn't your fault, bro. It's tough, man. Um, Politics, bro. Politics. Bloomberg's a, Bloomberg's <laughs> a billionaire. So it's like, I mean, he's a smarter one than the one we got now, but. I don't know, man. This is gonna be interesting. This next well, election next year. Nigga, man. <laughs> <laughs> I live in New York. Fuck Bloomberg, bro. Yo, Yo anybody? Uh, is, is anyone familiar with what's going on in China? Yo, I heard like last night they was popping off with arrows and throwing fire at the cops, man. Od, no. Bro, <laughs> on some brave hard shit. On some brave hard shit, like Mulan type shit. <laughs> But you remember know, that conversation we had about China and, like, a lot of those did. Asian yeah. cultures? Like, there's certain, like, rich people and the government really run that whole shit. But China's, so China's police guess, ain't like America's police, though. Like, they don't have, like, these cops out here got tanks. They got military-grade equipment. This is, shit, this is shit, though. The everyday cop, no. But the military is called into play a lot. No, no, not like the military. No, 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 I'm no, saying... No. Whatever. Police departments what got saying. military grade equipment. I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. They they police departments is kind of, eh. yeah. Like they're they like wear guns on the on the hip and all that type of shit. Um, their police departments are how police should be. They're not out here to to kill and yeah. enforce the law like Judge yeah. Dredd. They're out here to yeah. police the community to be a resource. Mm-hmm. I, I guess that's how that I works. Know. I don't like cops nowhere, so it is what it is. <laughs> I mean. I, I got to – it's funny. Like, I've had great experiences for the most part. I've had a few isolated really, really bad ones. And so I'm like, I guess it's a kind of privilege, but like I tell you, if, if my brothers is hurting, I'm hurting too. So you can't I – don't, I, I don't appreciate someone being like, well, it don't happen to you, so why you complain? Nah, if it happens to my man, right. it happens to me. Right. That's right, how the mindset need to be. Yeah, I, my, my, my interactions with police – I have never been on the up and up. I always feel duped or overpowered, or they're trying to make me feel lesser than. So a word, are you just answering crazy questions? Like, yeah, I just stay away from all that. Yeah. They're like sharks in the water. Whenever they pull up behind me, I, I could be going five miles under the speed limit. I'm still nervous. Bro, I feel like I got the gun on me. When I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Hmm. Oh, yo, and I heard that new Dave East, man. Of course. No. Yo, so there's a rumor that he about to get dropped or he got dropped from Def Jam? Because it only sold 3,000? Yeah, so the, the rumor no, no. was that he only sold 3,000 the first week or something like that. Yeah, yeah but he sold 22,000. Yeah, but he actually okay. sold 22. Yeah. It's the, I mean... Dropped, not like, I really hear nothing about that. Mm. 
That'll be real huge because Nas is, is like his biggest supporter. That'll be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, don't I was. See that happening. I was telling my man, you know what the problem with Davies could be is he could end up just like Nas and they get too much in their art that they don't focus on trying to get the market what they want. Like Nas was able to do that because of the time that he came in. You can't it, do that no more. Different, I think it's different now in that mm-hmm. that streams yeah. and um, what do you call that shit? When they get on features and all that type of stuff, there's mm-hmm. a lot more ways to make money. So he might still make his money, he just won't get the public. Yeah. You know. I like that joint with Gunna. The beat is dope. I just hate how these songs are always like two minutes, man. Like, yeah. Give me a little more, man. Damn. <laughs> he trying to get. I I I felt it with the skits and stuff. Like he's trying mm-hmm. to bring back that um. The mad rapper, right? He always does that. Yeah, the New York. He yeah. bring back that New York vibe. I love the. the That's what I always and... appreciated about Davies, man. He kind of just brings that era back. That boom back, yeah. man. Whole album straight boom back, and I love it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the the Jim Jones album, bro. I'm going to say it down. I'm going to say it here on No Fucks Give It. If Jim <laughs> Joe's album does not get hip-hop record of the year somewhere, I'm going to be tight. Uh, I'm going to be upset. Know about that I, don't know a, I don't know a hip-hop record better than that. That whole album is fire top to the bottom. Top ah. to the bottom. It's t- there was a lot of good projects this year, you know. Um, Name them. So, uh, Big I was gonna say that 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 um that was good that was good Freddie Gibbs is good um Big Chris album is fire Westside Westside Gun puts out so much music I can't keep up Westside Gun album we talking about album of the year fellas album yes. of the year now yes. is it an album that Westside Gun put out or is it a mixtape yeah, it goes, yeah either whatever you want to call it but oh and Rhapsody. I didn't listen. To, I haven't listened to her album yet, man. I heard Ghost Faces out. You know, I always listen to Ghost. I haven't finished that one either. Um, that's always going to be um, special, but that ain't, that's never going to be album of the year. That's like a specialty. I feel like at this point in life, guys like that are specialty music. They're not here for the claims. Like, you listen to Ghostface because you fuck with Ghostface, and that's what she's looking for. Um, I definitely wanted to get the raps. You know what it was? The single that she, that, that she led with, I was so disappointed at it, and I just, um, I forgot. And I and um and I'm sure the album is fire and, I, and, I, and I'm missing out. I need to go back to it because she's um I think she's by far the best female artist in the game and um and she really reminds me, man, of like the old queens from back in the day, you know, like. Speaking of albums, anybody um checked out what's this dude's name? Tory Lanez's new joint, Chicks yeah. Tape. I've never heard of Tory Lanez albums. Um, me neither. I I was not a big fan, but this Chicks Tape joint is kind of fire. Not gonna lie. It's called Sticks Tape? Chicks Tape. Chicks Tape, okay. He's an R&B singer, right? Or is he a rapper? He's a Drake. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. He's trying to do both. Got it, got it. And he can do both pretty at it, you know, officially. Oh, 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 so he's nice, okay. Yeah, that's why I said he's a Drake. Mm. He does both officially. Real West Indian accent. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, all them Canada dudes, all them Canada dudes. You know, they swear they, they Jamaican or something. Tory Lanez was from Canada too. Yeah, he from the six. Oh, so he part of Drake's crew? No, he's not. That's the oh, weird part. Great. Interesting little dynamic there. I thought so too. <laughs> I would have figured Drake would. I thought Drake. Him up. I was gonna say. I thought he ran the six. 
Yeah, guess not. <laughs> but you know, so it also might be a pride thing. Retori mm-hmm. just wants to do his own thing and not be Drake's shadow. Mm-hmm. Might be one of them things too. I've also been trying to get a little back in the R and B, man, because I feel like sometimes I listen to too much rap music, man. And um, I picked it's up Ari Lennox, man. It's sad to say, but most of the R and B I listen to is all white people. Yeah. Like Sam Smith for the Dell and shit like Sam that. Sam Smith do be having some joints every now and then. Some joints, bro. You do. But Khaled, the young black boy, he's yeah, nice. Yeah, I do. He's I do. Very I like. Nice. He's um, very very nice. I like. Is it Six Black? Is he? Six he's Black R&B is dope. He's good too. Six Black is very dope. But yo, Ari Lennox, she on the Dreamville crew. She kind of gives me Erica Badu vibes, and her her Instagram mm. is crazy. Like you ever follow her on IG? She be like, I don't know if she's bipolar or something. Like sometimes. <laughs> Like, I feel like on Friday, she just was, like, randomly going off, like, out of nowhere while brushing her teeth on Instagram Live. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, it's like 10 o'clock on a Friday. You a celebrity. Why are you brushing your teeth and screaming on people on Instagram? You ain't got nothing better? She trying to release all that energy on people. And I like her, too, because she got, like, a real, like, she just yeah. like a real woman, man. Like, yeah. I love that. She needs penis in her life. She needs dick. This boy. Yeah, this boy, damn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yo, listen, I mean, no motherfucker way is not a cop yelling at people that I don't know. No. No. <laughs> Come get this dick. Get the fuck off live. That's the problem. That's you know what? I'm glad. Since, since you took it there, I haven't ah. mean, have mean to ask you some questions, bro. First one we're going to ask you is, um, you said something the other day about black women. No, no. No, before that, I okay. got a question to ask to both of y'all. Go ahead, go ahead, ask us a question. I would want to ask this, and I've been wanting to ask this question for 12 years. 12 so, years. So, why is it that y'all ain't tell me that I wasn't going to be a part of FGM? Why did I have to see that on Facebook? You know, y'all could have just called me or something. And, and, what? And, yeah. Yeah, how are you not a member of FGM? I, I even said that at the beginning no, of the show. Listen, That's how I know you. Listen, no. Listen, I, okay. So the way I found out was... Because <laughs> they okay to the show for the smoke. <laughs> so the way I found out was... All the smoke. <laughs> yeah, so like the way I found out was I was in my dorm room and I was okay. looking on Facebook and I seen that they had the dinner. All of y'all was there except me. And I was like, and, and, and fucking they're like, oh, congratulations, new FGM members. I'm like, yo, like, when the fuck y'all? I'm like, damn, like, I ain't getting no phone call. I ain't. I'm like, damn, like, yeah, so, yeah, like, that shit, I'm, I'm, I'm like, damn, I'm like, yo, that's fucked up. You know, like, y'all could have came to me and like, hey, because, yes, at the time, I was, I was, I was a real deal hothead at the time. So I, I can see why y'all ain't want to, you know what I mean, like, add me to y'all club or whatever. Like, I understand that. You know, it's just the fact that y'all could've just came to me and just, you know, and just, you know what I mean? Like, just had to sit down. You're right, you're right. Um, and so just you to- drop the ball. And, 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 not, and, not to, uh, and not to pass the buck, not to pass the buck, but I, I think we need to put some context here now. We're going to, this is 2007, right? Because they weren't, there were no bros on campus yet or anything. So, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So if you remember that optic now, yeah. I, I, was, I was back and forth. Right, I wasn't I wasn't around as much anymore. Like a lot of y'all hardly saw me that year. That's when I was living with my girl at the time off campus, so I didn't really have much input on that. Yeah. 
and we all know him. I didn't. I didn't cross in two thousand and seven. So okay, clearly I had my issues back then too, right? Um, <laughs> so no, nah, but like yeah, but like y'all, okay, like you and like the Pascal nigga and the fat nigga, like y'all and um Nick, y'all was pretty much like y'all was like low key. I'm like the one I seen the most was Morial, Leland, Jason, Edward, uh, 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 uh Brian. Mm-hmm. Like that, like the main one. R.I.P. to the guy. Yes, yes. R.I.P. Yes, yeah. So, but yeah, man. But, but that's what I wanted to ask y'all for this long. I'm, I'm like, yo, like you know, nigga, you held on to that. You held on to that for years, my guy. Well, I'm, oh, glad you, I'm glad you brought it up, though. You got it out. I mean... I mean, for all intents and purposes, I don't really remember the context of how people got brought on because the only people we brought on after we initially started Fugal Men was Terry, G. Uh, so initiation dinners, I don't even remember or nothing like that. I would have to convene with the group to understand yeah. context it, of what was going on. And, and it wasn't an initiation dinner. That was a fundraiser. No, Yeah, I don't... Uh, see, this. I don't remember. I thought, at least I thought it was. Listen, I'll never forget the picture. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> clearly. They Jordan, this. Polk County. It's like some drink champ shit. Like, yo, fam, why didn't I get on the album, B? I was with you all that time. Why didn't you let me on the album, man? You know what I'm saying? All them niggas was on it. How come I ain't get on the track? And and um the woman that was on that was cool with y'all. What's the on that woman's club? Yeah, they was there too. Oh, pearls of ambition. That's right. They was there too. Who was even in that pearls of ambition? Your R.I.P. Antonia, our sister. Yes. Man, right. She did start that. OG, rest in peace. Yes. So, Antonia so did they start. all have certificates saying congratulations. You know, you know I'm like, oh, <laughs> the they have balloons and streamers and shit. I'm like, damn, like, y'all ain't even call a nigga and tell me I ain't get a step in. You damn right. I was, I, I was furious. I mean, to be, to be honest with you, though, I always thought you was an FGM. Dead ass. I think you're, aren't you even in our group meet and you just like don't participate? Like, I could have sworn I see your name everywhere. Like, I thought you were in the group meet and all that. You just choose not to come around, I thought. No, no, like I said, like, I was, I was, <coughs> like, I just kept these relationships with y'all for so long. It's like, I'm like, that shit, like, that shit bigger, like, now, like, that shit bigger than the group. So I'm like, I'm out to, shit. I'm out to reach other people right I'm, now, like, yo, I'm what's going cool on? with y'all, nigga. <laughs> No. Yo, send, send the kite out, just me. Yeah, I got, I got to find out what's going on. <laughs> I mean, like, with or without the group, I'm still cool with y'all niggas. You, Jason, Edward, like, especially Eddie, you, man, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, I don't like to send, like, like you said, just I don't like passing the buck. But the best person for you to ask is Leland or Frost, to be quite honest. <laughs> yeah. What if them niggas will definitely answer your questions? I I I ain't got that one for you, brother. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't remember. <laughs> my knowledge, I thought you was. Good. You know what I'm saying? I'm actually surprised. I didn't know. This is new knowledge to me, uh, bro. I wish you would cut your uh, your black screen off. It's kind of weird. Just we all looking at each other. I can't look at you when I talk to you. Hold on, hold on. This, nah, I mean like this. Hold on. How the fuck I take this shit? Off? Um, I do remember that FGM kind of fell apart once niggas started to get online. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So like, now nah, I mean, but like I said, like that was water under the bridge or whatever. So, but yeah, but like I was like, damn, like that was some. Like, there's a lot of shit in life I don't fucking forget, and, and that moment was is one of them. I mean, FGM was an impactful group for all of us, you know what I mean? It, it helped me, you know, find something in myself. I'm sure, Jason, you could say the same, and I'm sure you too, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why you wanted the camera off. Got it. <laughs> like I said, we're not going to, um, we're not using, damn, we are using this audio, aren't we? We're not using the video for for now, though. You know what I'm saying? It's it's gonna be all, all mm. archive records. You know what I mean? Um, archive shit. Yeah. So one day we'll look back and they'll be like, "Oh, that's why I didn't use the video." Ha ha ha. <laughs> yeah. It's cool, man. Yeah, don't look at like for the people listening. Don't look into that. Just 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 listen along, guys. And be able to like that. like with or without the group. Shit, I'm still cool with y'all. Yeah. So like I, said, I know I know there's a few of them that don't like me, and that's cool. And I know who I, it is. I don't. I would. Again, I just I haven't heard any um. Who's the few that don't thing. like you? Yeah, I don't. I have. I've never. The tall niggas, the six seven niggas. Yeah. Oh, you talking <laughs> about my man? Nah, he don't. That's just personality, bro. Like Thomas loves me, and Thomas probably triggers me more than anyone I know. Like that's just how he makes his day. Like Jason knows. Everybody know he oh that's what he does. Tall yeah. tree, yeah. The big nigga. That's what he likes uh, to do, man. And probably he probably got mad love for you actually because that's what that means because if he don't like you he don't say nothing to yeah. you yeah yeah so it means he might he might actually like you that's what that means that's how that's a term of endearment with him okay. is you should be this but nigga I'm, held I'm, that it is hard for so long, long. long. even more all y'all niggas was that Montreal weather. I'm like, hey, I didn't go. Nope, stop that. I didn't go. Oh, I didn't get the invite. Like, I didn't get the invite of my nigga. So I'm not gonna lie that. to you, bro. Like weddings are very tough and very political because yeah. money's involved. Yeah, a whole lot of money. Involved. And sometimes when a man is making Families. his guest list, you know, he gets that pressure from his spouse because. You know, when you got those, you got numbers, you got to Certain see. niggas can come. You know right. what I'm saying? Because if a man, trust me, if a brother's doing it, if he got the green light, he going to invite every man he know. He'll go to Walmart, get some milk. He'll be like, yo, you want to come to the wedding? Your man, the, the man will invite everybody. Lot. But when the woman get involved and she growing through that list, she probably asks him, who you? I ain't never seen them. They can't come. We don't have that's room. Right. That's a probably lot, with bro. that. Yeah. So I, no, like that's, I never take it to heart. I never actually, take it to heart. Like that actually happened with one of my friends. Mm. So I know both of them. That's the crazy part. They both getting married. Mm. And I've been knowing them for almost two years now and I'm not invited to the wedding. But everyone mm. else is. Mm. I'm like, come mm. on. I'm like, I'm like, them a them. So like, so I'm talking to my boy. I'm like, yo, like, probably we don't hunt out together. We don't play flag football this down the third. So how's everybody else invited that we hang with, but not me? So he was like, well, I wish I could give it an answer, but there's other people in this, like, decision. I'm like, come on. It's you and Sarita. That, like, that, that, it's just, it, well, it's you and your soon-to-be wife. Fuck everybody else. Chill with the governments, yo. Yeah, my fault. But, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah, man, yo. You know, on, on this network, yo. man, we try not... I'd be discreet with this shit, man. Right. We no fucks give it. We don't yeah. give a fuck, but we do give a fuck. We do, we do. <laughs> but like, if you don't want me to come, like, don't beat around the bush. Just tell me. I'm not gonna get mad. 
Like, trust, I will not get mad. You ever consider that maybe it's not about you getting mad? Maybe it's hard for them. That they're, they're, they're upset. Maybe they want you to be there and it's hard for them. You just say no. Like, hey, you know yo, bro, this is what you need to do. Go get married and tell everybody no, you can't come, right? <laughs> just that simple. Just be like, fuck it. Or, I'm sorry. Fuck it. Absolutely. You can say it. I mean, so yeah, but you want to come? Like I said, it, it's, it's, I'm not going to get mad if you tell me. Oh, Savage, just, I see you. No, I'm, I'm at school. Remember, there's someone trying to use the room. Oh, there's somebody trying to use the room? Yeah. Tell them come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, they see this camera, people run, man. People get scared of the camera, man. <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? What I wanted to ask y'all. I mean, but I kind of had an idea that, like, y'all really wasn't, like, that in too deep with it. So Yeah, it wasn't nothing, though. It wasn't no malintent with it, man. It really yeah. wasn't. But, but yeah, so. Mean, like I said, if you got questions, you heard where I, I said you too. Always, yeah. But talk about it. But, yeah, man, so one of the reasons why we brought you on is because I always appreciate, man, your perspectives. You know, sometimes they can be a little out, out the box. Yeah. Are, are just a little different, but nonetheless, I appreciate the parody of my friends and having talk a different point of view. Right? Talk, talk about the box, right? <laughs> but right now, we are talking about the box, right? And uh, you you said a comment a couple of days ago that all black women are walking contradictions, and I mean all. Yeah, we still damn. love y'all, though. What did you yeah, mean by that? Damn. Let me say before you start, I love you, black women. I do. Man, we, and we I love, love you. I'm we know the, we know, yeah. we love the black woman. I'm dating one. Ain't, ain't nothing like her. No, I'm dating ain't one. nothing like her. Friend too, and she saw the damn fucking status too. And I broke it down to her. Now I mean, it's like, listen. First thing, this is just for all women. It's a bone in it. Listen, it doesn't matter what we do. When we do it. How we do it, how hard we had to do it, a woman would never be satisfied. It's a bone in a body. <laughs> they never be satisfied bone. It's somewhere. Hmm. Under their shoulder and shit. It's a never be satisfied bone. Why? Because they will still always bring up old shit. They'll bring up shit that happened 10 years ago. Y'all done moved on, had kids, got married. Nothing like you slept under the rug. But as soon as you make it mad about the pettiest thing, she'll bring that shit up. She'll, like, it's like, we have to, like, why we have to work so hard to only get so little? Mm, interesting. Go ahead, Mr. Professor. You're the one freshly out, you know. Chill, you have chill, a, chill, a, chill, a great chill. perspective on this. <laughs> chill, <laughs> chill. But, um, so, one of the things that I, I start to think about now, I'm glad you said that, um, <clears throat> Is I always what I try to I try to look at a situation and see what part do I play in it, right? And when and when we talk about women can never are never uh, are never going to accept what we want, I feel like as us as men in this dating phase, we set up a facade. We do things that we can't maintain. Oh yeah, we superheroes, brother. We try to be superheroes and we're not. And I think and the reason why is because we're trying to court them. And I think the way that we court women is wrong because we because we're, we're trying to set traps to keep them. You shouldn't try to keep nobody in a relationship. We need to be brutally honest on what we want and who we are. And if someone loves you, they'll accept you. And if you, as you are, as you are, and that doesn't mean that you don't work on yourself and get better. But you set that foundation from day one. And we, I think, we as men, all races, we do a bad job of doing that out the gates. 
I think the way we court woman has been setting us up for failure. And I think that's why marriages and stuff are failing so bad now because we're all at a point now where we just like, I can't live this lot. Yeah, and, and, and that's why I stopped being the hero and just started being me. Like with the girl I'm dating now, I told her, I'm like, hey, start in December, all the way up to the summer of 20, either summer or fall of 2021. I got to get this money for this food truck. I got to start financing my business. I got to start transitioning out of the corporate world. I'm a full-time business owner. I have a business. I have employees under my belt that I got to fucking take care of. You know, like they put- You're a fire chef too. Yeah. So, so as far as me trying to, you know what I mean? Like, court you like crazy or whatever, that's not going to happen. But- if you stick by my, like, yeah, we're going to spend time together. We're going to go on a date here and there or whatever. But there's, no, it's not about to be happening every time. So, but once I get established and everything like that, and I get my name out there and really get big, then, hey, we could do whatever the fuck we want to do because you stuck on my side. That's a fact. But you got to have that honest dialogue, right? I feel like a, a lot of us may, may be in similar situations, and we don't have that honest dialogue. We just keep on, all right, next time, baby making false promises that we can't make up. Like, just tell the truth. And yeah, even, right. everything, like, even, even, even if you're dating girls, like, stop trying, stop trying to tell her you trying to be with her just because you want to smash. Give that woman an honest truth. You just want to have sex. That's what you're on right now. You're not an animal for wanting that. Tell her that truth. It's her choice if she chooses Preach, to buy you or not. And if she don't, well, let her move. That's fine. But amen. stop lying. Stop lying. We and we do that a lot. As men, we gotta be honest, bro. We lie a lot. We lie so much. And and, and when you not when you don't like something, gotta be honest about that too. But can I play? Can I can I play devil's advocate? Play, Absolutely. Play devil's Please, do. Devil's Please do. Devil's advocate, real quick. Cool. Please do. The reason why us men lie is because hmm. most humans can't handle the truth, man or woman. So when you give them the brutal truth they're going to react in a way that probably ain't going to go in the way you want it to be. So that's why we lie. That, I don't disagree with that at all. Nigga, my club name is Ricardo. You shit me? <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody. It's Ricardo, bro. Nah, I definitely um, But how do we get over that, though? Like, I mean, the the more to the point than just being brutally honest is you got to be true to yourself. Yeah. And you got to go into each situation understanding that you are true to yourself and understand that you're giving them the same thing. So, like, a lot of the relationships that I get into now, I just explain to them, hey, I am being selfish. I'm about me. So if you don't understand that and think that I'm going to be in a relationship with you after that, we don't get physical and all that, then that's what I don't, sweetheart. I don't think being focused on you is always being selfish. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you gotta improve yourself to be better for everyone else. So hey, I don't word, think that's people, selfish. People contextualize words differently. So I just, you know, try to be as general general as possible. You know, I know all about that. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, man. Someone's always trying to take my words and like miscue room or try to paint some picture for me that, you know, someone that I'm not. Like it's terrible. Terrible. Mm-mm-mm. Terrible. Mm. Yo, you want to talk about conspiracies real quick? So y'all know last week Disney Plus came out. Boom, 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 boom. So I got a smart TV. Um, I have like Wi-Fi in my complex. I don't have the actual router in my apartment. And every now and then it just goes out and my TV won't connect. My TV not, has not been connected to the internet 
for like weeks. Why is it that the day that that Disney Plus came on, I cut my TV on and I'm like, is that the Disney Plus icon? How the hell did not only did my TV connect to the internet on its own, that shit downloaded on my TV and I didn't even do it. It's like they remotely bruh. put my TV on and added it there. Bruh, there's over 10,000 satellites floating in our atmosphere. Do you think you can hide? Oh, I, oh I'm not trying to. Nah. I know you can't. <laughs> they got you, bro. They found you. <laughs> I just thought that was crazy, man. But um, It really should be. Really Disney Plus be. is lit, though, by the way. Have y'all looked at it yet? Disney Plus is dope. I'm watching it right now. Yo, let me tell y'all something, man. For all the single fellas, man, it's no more Netflix and chill. It's Disney and Snuggle. Disney Plus and bus, Disney bro. Disney Plus bro. and Snuggle. <laughs> Just just ask three times for confirmation, okay? Three times for confirmation. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Really? Nah, I'm on this new wave. I'm on this new really wave. Gotta, I, I really gotta I really wanna encourage I really gotta put that out there. Check it, check it, check it out, check it out, check it out, fellas. So the new wave is you gotta get the woman mad hot and bothered and make them make the first move. And now I'm crying rape. Sexual assault on you, stupid bitch. Oh man, oh man. <laughs> Let's get it done, fellas. I'm starting press charges out here. Let's change the narrative. <laughs> I don't want to have a counter narrative, though. You know what I'm saying? I just want to. I, I just want to go back to loving again. That's what I want. I just want to go back to loving again. Uh, it's crazy. It's a lot of black men that want to get back to loving, but women need to stop loving to be in their feelings. Mm. I think this is the problem. With I think we're all in our feelings right now, though. No, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out real quick. So this is my my little take on love. So men, we're starting to get more in our feelings. So we're starting to appreciate relationships more. Yes. Women now are looking at relationships as a goddamn business deal. What he bring to the table? Is he going to do this for me? Is he not going to do this for me? Can he meet my family? (laughs) Contract so negotiations and shit. It's a whole contract, bro. Whole damn thing, bro. Like you go pay my full bill, baby. No, bitch, no. Independent Paying for nails and shit. It's like hard out here, man. Nigga. I'm telling you, bro. Start pressing charges on these bitches. Yeah. You know, but you know, know you remember you remember those times when as us growing up, like it was mm-hmm. acceptable. Like, yo, my chick, she hit me today, bro. And niggas never did nothing about it. No, nigga. Press charges. <laughs> Get that bitch locked up. Lock she mushed her face. Up. That's assault. Lock her up. I said, mush in the face. That's assault. Hey, as soon as it were, throw something at me. So, you wild. Fear for my life. Nah, it's <laughs> messed up as it sounds. I feel like the cops are always like the last people I want to call. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But when it comes to domestic disputes, nigga, (laughs) I'm running. Fuck that. I'm not. Do you see? I'm I'm 240 pounds of black man with a beard. You think a cop is gonna believe anything that come out of my mouth? Nah. Hell no. I'll be face down in the ground telling my story. Hell no. I'm not calling the police. No. That's why. That's why this world is so scary for a man like me. I just. Just like Miles Garrett, just that, that, that's what made that whole Miles Garrett thing trigger me so much, was just to see that everyone was so willing to just villainize him by himself. And no one thought about anyone else that participated. And I'm like, you guys will do this all throughout society. 
I even told one brother, I said, let me ask you this. If you, if two kids get into a fight, you only suspend the kid that beat up the other one? What if that kid was, what if that kid got hit first and he just happened I to fight better? That. And then he was like, and he, was, and he was trying to prove it. Now he said a brick. And I said, so what? <laughs> you know what? That kid wouldn't have hit the other kid with a brick if he didn't hit him. That's the point. Listen, man, it's a fight. Ain't but, no right sides. Y'all both wrong. It's a fight. And that's the message that we were trying to get everybody to get. But instead, they try to make it, oh, y'all just covering for him, but he a black man. Nah, no, nobody's him covering him. He hit him with a helmet. I he saw one dude, and I told him I was going to shout him out on the show. This one dude tried to tell me he had 30 stitches. I said, no, bro. Who you were watching stitches? Nobody. He was watching ESPN, and you heard them say when Hainsworth stepped in on the guy a couple years ago, he got 30 Word. stitches. But because you don't Albert think for Ainsworth. yourself. Damn. You just repeat what you heard, and you don't even fucking listen correctly. Can we and you give it up bad information. Can we talk about that real quick? How you met Albert Hainsworth. Uh, when he I did saw not that, stomp. he stepped. He like grinded his foot and everything. Like Bro, get it in there. metal cleats. Metal cleats. Now Boy, he should have got an indefinite span. Uh, uh, indefinite. Uh, nigga, he should have been able to play never again. Never. But he got five games. That's it. Miles Garrett almost killed Mason Rudolph. And I'm like, bro, you can't charge for what they almost did. That's not how punishment works. You have to charge for what was done. Like, y'all have to get out the stealing shit, man. Like, that's not how it works. Wait, just, just. Hmm? We live in America, bro. Black men get locked up for bullshit they do all the time. All the time. Oh, Cosby, I just, you can leave Cosby alone at this point, man. That's, um, I'm not, I'm I forgot right. about Uncle Bill. Damn, my son's still in jail. Yeah, he, yeah, he's doing his time. He's doing his time. We just got that's that crazy. one, man. We just take that one. Uncle Bill still locked up at eighty. That's wild. Yeah, for getting some pussy. I will now. I I do understand that. Uh, well, I'm not gonna say I understand because I'm a man, and fortunately for me, I've never been sexually assaulted. I do think to a degree. You ain't never been sexually assaulted, just. Uh, I don't nah, believe you. You I, just don't accept it as sexual. I don't. Assault. You know what? That's fine. But that, but that, that's part of it, though. I, I will say it. I've been sexually harassed. Same thing. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Harassment is words. Assault is physical. Okay, thank you. So. So I do understand for a lot of people that, you know, so if, a woman, if a woman, if a woman on the train, right, rub her hand on your dick, is that harassment or assault? That's, sex, that's sexual assault. Sexual assault. So, to me, she harasses me. Nah. And, I, and, 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 and to be honest with you, bro, these are jewels down here. And everyone is not worthy to, to interact with this. So I don't play with that. Like, I'm Ooh, not with that. Woman mm-hmm. or not, um, I you know Something I value so. myself. Like a chick so just can't so. come up and rub on me and, and think that's cool. Like nah, I don't know where you've been. Who else you rubbing so up on? Nah, mostly I don't know. Go when you see it. So I, I I don't I don't believe you just on me because you you see something in me. Kobe. So nah. Yeah, women women swear niggas at the horn dogs. We gonna fuck everything. Ain't all of us like that, sweetheart. Just like they thought bitches is thought niggas. That's a fact. That's a fact. And I was telling someone today, I think a lot of times, a lot of women, they don't know men when they see them, and, and they give too many boys the title of men. And they put men values on I mean, boys. We, that, that's, that's kind of a whole, whole episode topic we can get into on what a man is. 
But the only thing that grin that's oh, triggering for me too is when someone that's not a man defines a man. Mm. Because I will damn sure never define a woman. I have an idea what she means to me, but I would never well, say, say I that. know what a woman means. Don't say when someone defines a man, when a woman defines a man. Say that. Say that. I mean, I said someone that's not a man. Because, mm. um, you know, we also want to be all-inclusive for we have more than just men and women now. We have a lot of populations, you know? You so I, and I want to be right. I want to be inclusive of all them, too. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Uh, My fault, Bruce. To me, Caitlin. Hey. And and honestly, man, th- this whole thing, man, that 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 whole conversation to me, I, I think I think we 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 put way too much into that. I don't go around looking at looking at the next person and wondering to know who they sleeping with, as long as you're not sleeping with me. You know what I'm saying? Um, I could really care less. You know, um, I, listen, I understand that there are people that do care, and that's why they so they fighting. But I don't need it forced down my throat because I don't care. I don't need to know who you having sex with. Right. Yeah. I think. You I think. I think saying? we really gotta. I think we need to kind of fall back on all that. Like we talk about that way too much. Like leave, leave that shit in your house, man. Like that's where yeah. it's supposed to be. It's almost like. Remember when, when Malcolm X came first came back and he rebranded himself and he talked about wanting to work with the community. He was like, you know what? Leave your religion at home. But let's come together as brothers. Let's come together right. as brother and sister. We can work right. together. I don't care what your religion is. Mine is Islam. Yours can be whatever you want. We'll leave that at home, but we're going to come together and work. Because remember, feel he, like, was, he was bashing the shit out of Christians for bad. Or... I mean, I think I mean, if I think if I was around back then, I would too. I mean... Hey, man, no religions is fucked up. Oh, yeah, I mean... I, I, absolutely. I mean, Malcolm X isn't here no more, so clearly they're not perfect either. You know what I mean? So... You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right on that. Um, I take a, I, I try to take a little bit from, from, from everybody. You know, there's, there are some tenets of Christianity that I hold dear. There's some tenets of Islam that I hold dear. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's the beauty of life, though. Yeah, I, think, exactly. I think that's a part of life that people kind of, um, the duality of life. There's yeah. always bad with good, up, down, left, right, all that good shit. You, we need to accept it you as need, is. You need parity. You, everybody yeah. can't be the same. It's not good. It's not healthy. We need to see it yeah, different. Yeah, we need yeah. to see others. That's a fact. Life will be right. boring as shit if we yeah. all listen. Yeah, I don't want that. Wow. Nah, not at all, man. But uh, what else is on y'all minds, man? What else we got on the docket? Mm-mm. I see you got here that you wanted to talk about Amtrak cross-country trip for 213. What the fuck is that? Amtrak. You ever run on Amtrak before? Uh yes I have to North Yo, Carolina. Amtrak is mad. Me too, as a matter of fact. Yo, Amtrak is mad smooth. It's so so many great views. I think that'd be a dope ass trip to just go cross country and see the difference in America as you go across. It's only for two hundred thirteen dollars. I think it's like a week though. But okay, key I would need to know is what's the stops? Where's it going? And let's look it up real quick. Is it two thirteen going and coming back? Or is it just two thirteen round trip? And you know there's di- there's different um you said you had a what? Yeah, so like when I got out of jail in twenty ten, I was up in Seattle. Just like odd days I was on the Greyhound, man. I saw so much. It was it was gorgeous. Like yeah, so like that kind of wanted me to start like traveling and stuff like when I got out of jail it took that five day bus ride all the way from Seattle to Lakeland, Florida 
Mm. I'm looking at it now. It's um, it's a 15 day rail pass. No. Oh no, someone else. Someone spent more. You go from coast to coast, from New York to San Francisco. Mm. I would do some shit like that. Oh, you go through the middle, so you're going to go through New York. You touch Pennsylvania a little bit, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Iowa, Nebraska, Colorado, Utah. Are they stops? Nevada, California, absolutely. I think, I think it stops in every state or something like that. That's what we need, an express train. Like Europe got that mm. whatever fuck that shit. Or is that China that got that crazy train, right? Or Japan? They, one of them. China, both of them do. Yeah, because they got that Euro train train that goes through Germany and Yo, Paris. You know what was bugged out to me? Kid. I remember when I was in Bangkok. Bangkok is like Times Square, and it's it, it's mad dirty. But yo, that train was so clean. <laughs> I just thought about how like I thought about how dirty like the New York City subway mm-hmm. system is. Like that should make me not want to touch anything. But like that train in Bangkok was clean, like so clean. <laughs> nah. But there's something else I want to ask you about, though, man. Um, yo, you still with me? You still there? Cause you're, you're yeah. Yeah. You been talking this MAGA stuff. What's that all about? Okay, listen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen. You remember, you're in a safe so space with us, so it's okay. Break it down for me. Um, I just want to understand where you're coming from with so, that. Throughout these past 50 plus years, we've we've all pretty much been in my head, just vote Democrat. Like, just vote Democrat. That's what my mom did. That's probably what my grandmother did. Yep. Well, my friend's parents did, my friends did, hell, even I did. But then, like, around, you know, like, around the time when Trump started running, it was like, you know what, let me do my research. Let me do my personal research. Okay. Cut off social media, just just cut off my phone. Let me sit on my computer and just do research. I'm proud of you for that. So did research was like okay. So throughout history, right after Civil War, okay. We was getting help by Republicans to reconstruction. Which Democrats shut that down. Then fast forward to you know like the time of segregation, and that's why I always say, you know, segregation was the worst thing to happen to black people because during that time we had to get along with each other. We didn't have a choice. We could just go. Hey, we all seen that scene from Life. Mm-hmm. About if I turn y'all to nigga pie, the hell you can't you can't even. Mm-hmm. So we had to get along with each other. We had to buy black. We had to support black people. And somehow we got lost. Probably after, because like, I would say after Tulsa, we was, you know, I'm like kind of like started to do okay. Like the Harlem Renaissance was coming up and stuff. And so like, we was like pretty much still on the right track. Mm-hmm. And then I would say after Martin Luther King and Malcolm got killed, that just like just 
to our spirit, which we have a recovered sense. So, so upon doing my research, it was like, okay, the Democrats that we've been voting for in our time really haven't done nothing for us, even Republicans. So that's why first, before anything, I put myself as no party, which I still am. I'm still no party. Okay, I'm okay. I'm Democratic and I'm not Republican. I'm not gotcha. independent and I'm not Green Party. No party at all. Gotcha. I'm my party. So, so yeah. So okay, with Obama. Okay, everybody was like, "Yo, we finally about to have one of us in office." That happened. We dropped the ball again. He passed a whole bunch of laws and aid other countries, which every president does, mm-hmm. but pretty much as far as black Americans is concerned, we're still in the same spot. It's 2019, we're still in the same spot and the people in our community that we vote for, whether you're in a town, city, federal level, whatever level, we have not improved as a whole. Like, not me, not you, not my cousin that's sitting over here. We have not improved. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Let me just distance myself from both parties. And let me just, you know, hear them out. I mean, heard Hillary's part. I was leaning on both for Hillary. Nah, I could never that. But then I heard Trump's side. I was leaning on both for Trump. In the end... I didn't vote at all because I felt like it's really not my time to make like to make my difference. I'm gonna back off this. Time. Oh, I voted for Jill Stein. I ain't gonna lie, and, and that was the last minute, huh? Yeah. So I sat back and watched the circus commence. I watched it on CNN and like seeing uh uh, uh fuck what's that name to do with the glasses? The ball black dude with the glasses on CNN. Seeing him crying. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. Trump got elected. I'm like, listen, this man been in office in three years. Ain't shit changed. <laughs> Ain't shit changed. Yet the has gotten better. To whatever case you want to make it, economy has gotten better. But as far as Black America, we're still in the same place. We're still in the same place. And the powers that be, whoever running this shit, is coming up with more ways. To keep it down. Got you. And but some the same people that we were told to vote for. Like most of the people that be voting Democrat, they don't really be doing their research. They just vote because they're told to. I agree. I agree. Like, two, two, two points. Two points. Not to cut you off. Two points. But one, the economy being up. It's actually started from Obama. Two. Obama been gone three years. We got. But the no, 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 no. But he up. said that it's, if it started going up with Obama, then we were in a recession when Obama got yeah. in. Yeah. The economy being up is because of Obama. There, that was his eight years. So Two. Donald Trump is Steve Kerr. Obama is Mark Jackson. Essentially, good, yeah. good analogy. I like that analogy. Mm-hmm. Two. Majority of people who vote Democrat. Mm-hmm. Vote Democrat because Democrats align with their viewpoints. 
So, for instance, a lot of the people that you know is because Democrats preach to the poor people. So yeah. it's, not a, it's not a fact no no hot in that. Republicans speak to rich people. And that's how it's always going to, has been for a long time. So, and don't forget what Malcolm told us about the battle and the bullet now. They switched sides. They used to be the Dixiecrats. They, they, sw- they mm-hmm. switched sides a, a lot over history. Because these Democrats so used to be Republicans. Things, so with those two things being said, the whole Trump being in power, and I say in power because he was put there by rich people who didn't want to give up their rights, their taxes, and all that good shit. So while you don't see the on a day-to-day basis the shit that he's doing to fuck up the country, he is. Very much so. And we're going to feel it for a long time to come, and then it's going to take another president to come along and do the whole Obama thing all over again. It's just a George Bush situation all over. No, that, what? Now I ask, okay, when George Bush was in office, what the economy up at that time? Nope. No, it didn't we, got in, we got into the insurance well, 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 bubble and all much, that bust. In layman terms, as far as our situation is concerned, pretty much nothing has changed. I, I mean, I understand where you're going, though. Like, it's the, black, so, the black community, our struggle, it's been our struggle. And, yeah. Uh, and regardless who's in power, is it remains the same. So I do, I do see where you're coming from with that, and um, and and I and I too agree that uh, that segregation historically has not benefited the black community. And I, Malcolm X talked about that heavily, and Martin Luther King came to that realization shortly before his before his assassination as well. That um, he said famously, "I fear I led us into a burning house," and he in fact did. Academically, it is shown that the black community has suffered ever since the integration of schools because black children, both male and female, were performing, were performing at the same rate as their white counterparts or higher before Brown versus Board of Ed when we integrated our schools. Because when we integrated our schools, we didn't integrate the teachers. Mm. So that's why I'm pretty sure between the three of us, we probably had as many black male teachers as we can count on my one hand. Nah, I had a shit time, bro. Remember, I grew up in the Caribbean. Oh, that's right. My bad. My bad. I forgot that. Yeah, like okay. So, like black male teachers, right? Mm -hmm. I probably almost almost do two hands in the shit. You had that many black male teachers? Yeah, he from Florida, bro. (laughs) Yeah, I got you right now. Four. We live in New York. You got remember where we from? Remember, I went from Queens to Long Island. So Long Island, oh, really quiet out there. We had like a couple in my school, like three or four. Oh yeah, yeah, I was the tokens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so but shout out to Mr. Fabian. I had some good white male teachers as well. Mr. Stevens, the best math teacher I ever had. Yo, you know what's funny? I can't name until I got to college, I couldn't honestly say one white teacher that I really fuck with like that. He probably didn't have a good impact on you then. Yeah. All my all my yeah. impactful teachers were black or yeah. Spanish. Nah, Mr. Stevens, Mr. Fabian were very impactful for me. Miss Bole was my fifth grade teacher when I first came to Long Island. She was a black woman. Matter of fact, let me take that back. My teacher, Miss V, love you to death. She's <laughs> Greek. She was mad, though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what you about to say, Cadero? Well, okay. Go ahead. What you about to say? I just say that a white teacher has impact me in a way. Uh, Professor Rose? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's the one that taught me how to tie a tie. My okay. List. Yeah. So like no black people ever talking about time, so. And again, Yo, do any of y'all remember Professor Neckers from from the Wolf? The name sounds mad familiar. Yeah. That was yeah. one of my favorite professors. Uh, yeah. 
I used to like marketing teacher. I remember Mr. Anderson. He was an English teacher, and he always would crack bad jokes, and he would laugh like, uh, "Why the chicken cross the road to get to the other side?" (laughs) And no one else would laugh. He would just keep laughing by himself. (laughs) I remember um, after this, after the Super Bowl freshman year, I had a big Super Bowl party in my room. We had drinks and everything. Um, I passed out. Everybody in my room got written up and had community (laughs) service, except for me. Except for me. Word. I did not get in trouble. I had like aluminum. I had a. I had a. I had a vest on me or something. But um, the next morning I woke up. All those cups still in my room. Yo, I made a cup. Went to class. Yo, I remember Ed was looking at me like, "Why is Justin laughing so loud, bro?" I was twisted in class. He made them jokes. I was like, "Ah." Hit the table, you funny, Mr. Anderson. Like, he goes, yeah, you like that one? I got this another. Like, keen, keen. Oh, good times. Good times at the woo, bro. That we need an episode of just stories. We gonna need frost off for that one, man. Sheesh. Straight stories. Bro. But I also want to be clear though, even though I make the mention of that at the black community hasn't performed since integration. I don't want people to go run and think that I'm saying white people can't teach black kids. It's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying no. is that black kids need to be represented by black teachers just like the white kids are. You know what I'm saying? I like feel, white kids can appreciate hold on, hold on, hold on, let me finish real quick. A white a white child can appreciate seeing me as a teacher, but they've already been affirmed because they see so many of their own. Therefore, they're comfortable. Whereas me, I have to it's a it's a mind fuck going into a, a space where you don't see nobody that look like you. You know what I'm saying? Like but they're trying to tell you how to live and things like that. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know why people can't seem to get that, man. And they always try to try to make it seem like I'm, I'm trying to be anti-something when I'm not. Like, I think it's pretty common sense. We all need to be represented. That's all I'm ever trying to say. Representation is definitely needed. But I important. do feel, I feel like in terms of knowledge base. Yeah. Jimmy, the yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, there we go. Um, when it comes to knowledge base, I feel like there has been great improvements on, on a general basis oh, in yeah, our community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we need to highlight that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And where we do lack in our community is um, like the boys and girls clubs and stuff like that. We need more um, programs where Kids like myself, when I was growing up, I had to, I had those places I could pop mm-hmm. up to. And those older dudes was, because I always hung out with the older dudes, old, older people than me. Mm-hmm. So those little social nuggets, um, apart from just education, 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 allows me to want to be knowledgeable, wants me to go pick up a book on my own, wants me to go to the library. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and further my knowledge and my education apart from the pitfalls that society keeps throwing at us as black people. Because um, if we're going to keep standing here and just waiting, like you always saying, just like we could come together, but you know how that is. The individuals is always going to look after their own. And so we need to, on our own, be able mm-hmm. to look in the mirror and be strong. Then the whole going to be strong. Because if we each strong, then no matter what, when we come together, it's going to be Voltron. I feel like for us to do that, we kind of got to just, like, accept that we got to start from scratch. I think that whenever it's time to start these big initiatives, we keep looking at what other people are doing, and we got to understand we don't have the resources that everyone else has. And part of it at this point is our fault because we keep – we're taking too long to finally come together. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's gonna I'm, it's gonna it's be a growing take, space. It's gonna, it's gonna take time, just because we mm-hmm. we still need niggas like our generation to make that that generational wealth. Yeah. We haven't got our people haven't gotten there yet. You know what I'm saying? So you, mm-hmm. you still got the older generation still dictating what we can do and can't do because yeah, they're in those positions. I said that a few years ago. I'm like, hey, like we just just need to hit the listen, if these NFL and NBA and sports teams you hit the recent You breaking up. Breaking up. Hold on, hold on. Okay. I hear you. I heard you said something about the NFL, NBA players. I'm gonna tell you right now. When you start relying on someone else's money, man, that's always that's part of our problem. We don't like to share with each other. Yeah. Nah, but the yeah. thing is, just it look, look at for instance the um that little group, the band, the Banana Boy group in the NBA, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, LeBron and Chris Paul and the Mellows mm-hmm. and all that. That that type of initiative and those people being able to because watch when they retire they're gonna definitely buy basketball i can guarantee you think so. you think they're gonna have that kind of brand lebron is definitely buying a basketball team brother that that's without a doubt right yeah. and I, so when you got those kind of people and having the mindset and the foresight to want to go there and not care what nobody says and already see the, the shit that we gonna have to go through to get there, we gonna get there eventually. We're not gonna get there now because you still got the um homie of the Clippers. He a bill, old white man billionaire mm-hmm. who just came in and got the Clippers out of nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. What black man could've could could have did that? Ain't no black man that could have did that right now. We gotta work on right? building collectives at first. So we got to get there. We can't depend on the Oprah's and the Diddy's. And the I agree. Zone. I agree. Zone. That's why I respect Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? Kick down the door and get in there. Hopefully we get there one day. Yeah, that that that, Jay, that Kaepernick thing, though, is still frustrating. Like, the fuck? And I just hate yeah. how people are so quick to call him a Uncle Tom and all this thing. Like, we throw that word around way too loosely nowadays. Like, Called you know, Uncle Tom. Yeah, I saw I saw the same the same dude that was like um uh what is his name? Uh, Mason Randolph had 30 stitches. He said that Jay-Z was Uncle Tom. I'm like, this is not uninformed, brother. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, you know, niggas get all, all in their feelings when it's um but that kind of pushes the needle a lot. So we need that. Oh nigga, you okay. sound like a you yeah, sound like a Spanish radio I'm like, station. Yeah, I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> you need to get on Spectrum, bro. What's going on? Optimum or is something, it, man. What? what this nigga like reporting live from Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Happy vet, belated Happy Veterans Day, too. You know what I'm saying? You a vet as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what? I'm yeah. old vet too. I'm a soldier in these streets, you know. Hey. <laughs> There's a different vet. I think Memorial Day is your Veterans Day, right? Who? Me? Memorial Day, isn't that when we when, when we honor the street warriors? Well, we actually honor nah, the, um, the dead soldiers. 420. <laughs> now 420 about soldiers, 420 about peace. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Let me check soldiers what's on the document. Oh, we give a couple shout outs, man. Give a shout out to my mom. My mom's birthday was uh, Saturday. She's forever 21. Happy birthday, mom. Happy birthday, mom. Happy birthday. Yeah. 
A shout out to Omega Sapphire Fraternity Incorporated. They turned 108 years old yesterday, man. The illustrious organization, the greatest collective of black men on this planet, Omega Sapphire. Just had to plug that, huh? Had to plug that. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I waited an hour in because I want y'all to listen to my show before I give y'all shout outs. If I give y'all shout outs in the beginning, y'all won't listen. That's yeah. messed up. Or anyone else we want to give a shout out to? Uh, black men everywhere. Shout or, out to y'all, man. Y'all are dope. Y'all, yes, yes, kings, guys, y'all are dope. And to my queens, my goddesses, y'all are dope too, man. Y'all are doing really oh, yeah, dope things, sure. man. For sure. I'm sorry, I think that we don't like y'all because we, because we're a little critical of you sometimes, but we critical of you because we love you and we care about you. If we didn't yeah, care yeah, about yeah. you, we wouldn't talk about you. All right. Same way how y'all want us fine. to do better, we want yeah. y'all to do better. And we want to do better for y'all too. Real, real talk. We, we do have these conversations behind closed doors and we do realize that we're not perfect. So, what the system, yeah. you know, you know what I mean? We love y'all, all y'all. Word. Any other shout outs y'all got? Uh, Dale, just savages. Word. Shout out to Savage Nation always, man. Savages, man. <laughs> nah, his shit ended out like a fucking Spanish station, bro. <laughs> yeah, he came back. No. <laughs> there you go. No. <laughs> this Spectrum shit, yo. No. I got Spectrum. I, yeah, yo, I got Spectrum. You need to get that Disney Plus, then your I shit won't in, block out no more. <laughs> yeah. I live in a Spanish area. Nah, so you um, need to get that Disney like, Plus, you know what I'm saying? Listen. Oh, no, I got dang. Disney Plus too. But listen, I always had this little theory. Okay. Because, like, here where I live at, and like whenever I go to like the hood or whatever, the so-called hood or whatever, the in like service be fucked up. But when you go to the white areas, service be perfect. Smooth. That's like, a fact. Oh well, you know where that comes from. Like, they setting up for the zombie apocalypse, bro. That's all it is. So when they set that alert out, we maintenance get it. And, maintenance and infrastructure. That's what that's about. That's about what. Maintenance and infrastructure, and this again it's goes the zombie apocalypse, bro. This is why we need to. We need to create business and things for ourselves. Like, I think um, one of my followers is like, yo, you're being racist. When I talked about her, there was a black woman that started a grocery store. And um, they and her, she used her earnings to, to earn, make enough money. Oh, yeah, man, money. Willie Will. Mm-hmm. Number he one did, cracker. I was like, bro, bro. Well, we're going to call him a cracker. We're not... We're not gonna um we're not gonna go low when they go low. We always gonna elevate. You know what I'm saying? He's a he's a quite uninformed brother. I had to let him know that. I told him, you know, your wife I told him, you know, your your wife fragility is will lead you to make a statement like that. Listen. Now listen. Having supported black owned businesses doesn't mean that I don't support white businesses. That just means that look at my people first. Anyone else gas. should be the same. He's a gas lighter. And what do we say to white people who are gas lighters? Not pushing for progress. Lighter. I don't think he he's a crack. Like when has he ever responded to the shit he posted, bro? I mean, he talks to me. That's it. Gaslighter, cracker, fucking. But look how you calling him out. Why would he respond to you? Talk to him like I this. hope so. Come through. Pull up. We have a conversation. But if you're gonna just start shit and run away, you're a cracker, bro. You're a cracker. Yo, Justin, let me ask you a question. Of course. What led you to North Carolina, man? What led to the North Carolina? Ah, uh, how? I'm, all right. So to be honest, um, 2018 was not the best year for me, and 2019 has not been either. But I was sitting in my office one day. You know, I used to work for Bronx Community College. I was a career counselor. Um, one of my coworkers, Charisma, was just observing me working with a student, 
And um, charisma. Charisma's her name. Charisma's her name. Yep. Um, okay. We have a we have a great relationship, and she was telling me like you know she was yelling at me actually like you know Justin. You always want to sit and talk to these to these students so much, man. This ain't no damn therapy room. We need to get them in and out. Why did you go to school to be a counselor? You always want to talk to people so damn much and care about their feelings. This ain't the place for you to be. You need to go and do that kind of work. You need to be a counselor. So one day I was laughing. I was like, you know what? Maybe you're right. So I went and looked into it. First thing that came up was UNC Chapel Hill. Um, mind you, I've always wanted to go to UNC Chapel Hill, but when I was growing up, when I was looking at colleges, I didn't think I was good enough to go to a school like UNC Chapel Hill. And wasn't really nobody to, to really tell me otherwise. I mean, my parents encouraged me to go to schools, but like most of us, we don't really listen to our parents for encouragement because that's, we think that's what they're supposed to do. So I did it. I went to Jabel where I needed to go. Um, and best when I saw decision the opera, I ever made in my life. Best decision I've made in my life, too. And um, to be honest, by going down there with y'all and being built up, I'm strong in that because you need to be strong on this campus. It's not easy to be black at UNC Chapel Hill. It really is. I can imagine, bro. Um, I think I read a stat that in 2017, there were, including athletes, 125 black males on the campus out of 4,000 students. What's that area like? I mean, granted, I actually like, that's why, that's why I plan to stay down here. I like Durham Chapel Hill. It's a nice area. Um, it's a, definitely a college town. It's cool. A lot of good eateries. For a lot of white people? Absolutely. I mean, I just told you, uh, 125 out of 4,000. Now you know where I picked it. <laughs> it's funny, but when you said college town, only people that live in college towns are white people. I mean, Durham Shit, is even around, even around Howard University, it's mostly fucking light bright motherfuckers. Nah, nah, that's recently though, because originally Howard was the hood. Howard was the hood, just like remember, um, remember Palm Garden used to be right by the, a little project or whatever housing development on on our campus. Did Jay Wu? Bro, Palm Ghetto. Palm Ghetto. Palm Ghetto. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if I finished telling you also why I um I knew I needed to go to school for counseling. Yeah, okay. Um <laughs> I want to uh I know there's a need for, for black male professionals in counseling because I know I needed it. I need it. We all need it. And um I feel like if someone's gonna gonna do the job, why not me? You know, I, I hate I hate looking at problems, just complaining about it. I'm a I'm a solution oriented kind of guy. So, and I feel like I got a gift for it. So let me let my gift blossom. And that's why I'm stop down you. And I want to put this out there. I need to put this out in the universe. Put it out there. We need passionate black male teachers. Because a lot of these motherfuckers don't care. I'm not a teacher. I'm a counselor, but. Counselor, teachers, too. all that. All that. Absolutely. All that. If you're going to work in education, you got to be passionate it, for it. You got to gotta love it. And I do. Don't be coming to work. Like, oh, I don't need to be here. I would get my paycheck anyway. You don't need that. And the paycheck ain't, ain't that great, so you got to be doing it for the love. Exactly, bro. Yeah. When I was in high school, I remember when I was in high school. It's a little throwback, but whatever. When I was in high school, I had a, a guidance counselor named Mr. Malcolm. And this motherfucker used to say to me every day without a doubt, you know, Jason, I don't need to deal with you. I don't need to be here. I don't get paid anyway. It's like, okay, Mr. Malcolm, fuck you. That's, Suck my dick. That's horrible. <laughs> that's terrible. Suck my dick. Fuck you. I don't give a damn. Bad. And it just so happened, I remember that I had hustled one. <laughs> this is behind me now. Please, police don't come for me. But I had hustled one time, and I had mad chicken. I had come back to the school year with mad bread. And I had stunned on that nigga crazy. Mm. 
crazy word. Just had to, you know, disrespect him real quick. I got sent uh, to the principal office and shit, but it is what it is. It is what it is. You know what I mean? But sometimes a disrespect is warranted, you know? Right. I agree. I agree. Um, I mean, usually if, if if a student tries me, I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not gonna go low with him. You know what I'm saying? I, I take it as like like a little jab. His arms too short to box with God though, so <laughs> for instance, like this one sergeant, that's oh. like this is when like they're about to like, lock me up or whatever. I'm about to get locked up. So this one sergeant, a, a, a black man too, black man, Sergeant Shepard. I never forget the day. So, so he called me to the office, and that motherfucker, like he just got his E5 and shit. So he was feeling real big headed and shit. Mm. So, so, so he was like. So, listen, when you get out of jail, the only thing I see you is as working at McDonald's flipping and fucking burgers because you ain't never gonna be shit. You went to Fort Leonard like no, I was um there was Fort Carson. There was at Fort Carson. Oh, that's a beautiful post. Yeah. You, you can get locked up at Fort Carson? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, so so then like a year or two later, they got deployed, except for one of my other sergeants. They kind of find out, now I mean, that my sergeant was fucking his wife. Ooh, I went in on him that day. I, I disrespected him. There's a lot of nastiness in the army sometimes, man. What? A lot of nastiness in the army. So, yo, let me be, uh, like, like honest question. Like, when you in jail in the army, is it like a real cell, like bars, all that? Yeah. Yeah. We had jumpsuit and everything. Okay. So, as you being our guest on this show, we need you to kind of expand on how the fuck do you get locked up in the military? Nah, you ain't got to do that. You ain't got to do that. <laughs> I know well, how you get locked up like everything else. What you mean? <laughs> I got locked up in the military and out the military. So, like, yeah. So, like, that, like, whole 2009, 2010, I was like a motherfucker. Damn. Two two separate things though. Are they not or were they or were they related? Three separate things. Okay, okay. Well you know what you brother, you're doing your thing today, so no matter what, what happened in two thousand and nine, glad you rose from I it. Do, I was framed. <laughs> I didn't do Cop that plea, brother. Cop that no, plea. No, like I dead ass do that. Like I dead ass take that. Oh put my hand on Like shit me, deny, deny, deny. Listen, 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 as much shit I talk, if a woman try to put their hands on me, I'll just walk away. Listen, I'll walk the fuck away because I know what I can do. I can knock you the fuck out and just walk away. I'm still gonna walk away regardless, but I'd rather you walk away with you conscious, you know? Remember what I told y'all? We pressing charges in 2020. Yeah, now charge. I'm pressing charges. Now I'm definitely pressing charges. Charge. I'm a grown man. I got too much to lose. I can't. Um, <laughs> I, I literally. That's how. I, that's how I, I look through life. I'm like, I am a champion. I cannot fight people that are not ranked, and most people are not ranked. You just can't. You just can't get a shot at me. You have to be ranked, and people are not ranked. So I just. I can't. I, I can't let you do that. You can call me nah. a punk. I'm like, oh word, I got you, punk. These hands don't discriminate. Talking, walking. Nah, bro. <laughs> Nah, 
You're not going to get me that easy. You can't get me that easy. You just can't get me that easy. Okay. You know, I mean, but this is me at 34, so that's different. Not I'm a strong, I'm a strong 40 and 5 in my fighting career. <laughs> <laughs> Had to see stars a few times. Yeah. But yo, fellas, fellas, man, it's about that time. We actually went a little longer than usual. Mm, yo, I don't know if y'all have noticed. Mm-hmm. Well, matter of fact, we'll, we'll talk about it some other time. Mm-hmm. But yo, Kadera, I really hope we can have you back again, man. I really appreciated you here. Just a good conversation, mm-hmm. good talk, man. I'm glad we was able to. Clear, I'm glad we was able to clear that up. Listen, word listen, up. I, get that. Get that. Get that listen, off your heart, bro. Listen, I'll probably, go to Houston. I'll probably go to Houston next Tuesday, but we could do an episode Monday. Mommy, before I go. Oh, you want to talk? You want to get on that? That quick? We, well, I'll be honest. We gotta see. I have some other guests that I'm working on as well. So, um, we'll see. Okay. And remember, this is also the end of my semester, so this is kind of a tough oh, yeah. time. And next week's going to be real rough, but we can definitely do something in December. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Yep. For sure, for sure. Definitely. Right, we'll probably, uh, this will probably be up by the end of the week. Okay. I think I'm going to throw this up straight up. I don't see anything wrong with what we said here, so I'm probably just going to like, literally throw some beats over it and put it right out there. All right. Yeah, man. It's a dope conversation. Word. Appreciate you, brothers. Always, man. Nah, no, 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 no. All right.